This is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. The Western Cape government says it's initiating an intergovernmental dispute with national government over the management of the 12 fishing harbours in the province. Premier Helen Zula says while the dispute is being actioned, provincial government is simultaneously drafting bylaws that will empower local municipalities to manage the harbours. Zilla has been speaking to the media at Kalkbay Harbour on the state of the province's harbours. Zilla says this is being done because harbours play a critical role in creating jobs and attracting investment. Cindy Arkillas reports. Zilla says thousands of Western Cape families through fishermen and women rely on the sector for their livelihoods. She says the fishing industry in the Western Cape accounts for 71% of employment in the industry as a whole. Zilla says harbours also play a critical role in creating jobs through tourism. She says when the harbours are neglected by national government, people lose their jobs and resort to illegal means to make a living. Zilla says in the process of instituting this dispute, the provincial government will be guided by the Constitution and the Intergovernmental Relations Framework Act. She says in the case of Carl Bay Harbour, the city should be managing this facility and not national government. The same goes for the other harbours and the respective municipalities. I'm Cindy Achilles in Carl Bay. Reverend Botutu has thanked the doctors overseeing the medical treatment of her father, Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu. He was readmitted to a Cape Town hospital for an inflammation last night and will remain under observation for the next 24 hours. This is the third time in recent months that the 83-year-old cleric has been receiving medical treatment. The latest treatment is not related to his prostate cancer nor a previous infection that caused his last admission. Briefing the media at the Desmond and Leah Tutu Foundation in the Mother City, the elder cleric's daughter, Reverend in Port Tutu says her father has been fortunate to receive a high level of medical care not afforded to many South Africans. We do recognize as a family that we are incredibly blessed that at the first sign of discomfort or unease his doctors have been able to respond really quickly have been able to get him a hospital bed really quickly we know that that's not the experience that that everyone has we hope that that stops being a privilege and really does become a right for everyone to be able to have the same experience that he has had the lawyer for the so-called poo throwers is calling for a non-custodial sentence to be imposed or a wholly suspended sentence. Sentencing proceedings of the nine members of the Siskona People's Rights Movement, including two former ANC councillors in the city of Cape Town, Andile Lili and Lois Nkohla, are underway in the Bavo Regional Court. The men were convicted earlier this year for contravening the Civil Aviation Act. They were arrested in June 2013 for throwing human waste at the Cape Town airport. Bernice Moss reports. The group's lawyer, Paul Machibela, says the probation officer's report has highlighted the appalling conditions under which the accused live and the lack of services to which they have access to. She told the court their living conditions motivated them to take part in the protest action. Machibela said her clients cannot be given a custodial sentence as all they sought was to highlight the desperation of the communities. Members of the People's Rights Movement packed the courtroom in support of the nine men. The case continues. It is Mass SABC News, Bravo Regional Court. 
And finally, a funeral service has been held for Michael Rolfer, the pilot who died in a microlights crash 10 days ago on a farm at Malkpo Strunt. The service was attended by family, friends and members of the Air Force and Flight Fraternity. A guard of honour was carried out for 67-year-old Rolfer, who had been a member of the Kuburg Flight Club for 10 years. A second occupant, a 15-year-old flight enthusiast, also died at the crash. The cause of the incident is being investigated by the Civil Aviation Authority. Chairperson of the Kuburg Club, Charles Stark. The CIA did come and inspect the wreckage. The motor has been returned to the club and they're busy packing it up and they'll be sending it for, to the Civil Aviation for forensic analysis to see if there's anything uh, that could have gone wrong with the motor. For Good Up FM News, I'm Danielle Buse.